after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After Buzz TV, starting place to the likes of WWE female superstars Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Zelina Vega proudly presents Women's Wrestling Weekly, the world's first podcast and YouTube series dedicated exclusively to women's wrestling, featuring all the latest news as well as interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, After Buzz TV's own gorgeous lady of wrestling, TK Trinidad. Bonjour, everyone. It's TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. Sarah the Rebel is with us in spirit. She's doing some big things. Just watch a couple weeks. You'll see it. Um, and we have America's Chocolate Sweetheart, Evan T. Mack. You are watching Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one wrestling show on the planet. Nothing but amazing stuff. We have WPW Star of the Week. We have news stories. And we have nothing but amazing guests. Today's is no exception. So today we have AKA 47, the Savage, former two-time Impact Knockout Champion, the new Shine Champion, and with her pinkies up and classy as F, <laughs> please welcome Allison K from the D. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I like the little slang, the little accent you put on there. I like it. I like it. Um, so uh, let's start off with you know we we change the intro, just tighten up for y'all. Evan, what what, what do you have for Miss Allison K? Oh, how you doing? Um, I, I had a question too. I wanted to know what, what's your definition of a lady. You know what I mean? Of a lady. Yeah. Is man, I can. This whole interview is gonna. I'm gonna take the whole interview talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure that you're aware. I talk a lot about keeping your pinkies up. Mm-hmm. Classy, being a lady, carrying yourself with grace. Um, I mean, I think it'd be more interesting to talk about what is not a lady. Oh, do tell. You? Do tell. I mean, I'm more curious what you think is not a lady. Oh. <laughs> I like it. I like I like listen. <laughs> Let's ask God questions. <laughs> no, listen, no, it's interesting because like I think there's all different types of ladies and and like in you know, like well behaved women seldom seldom make history, you know what I mean? So it's like I really don't have a you just can't I don't want you like spitting in public though. You know what I mean? You can't do that. Well don't I don't mean- like just spit. Who says you can't do that? I, I, I just did. I, but that's according. That's according to what you what you think is is norm. Like for instance, my mom said that ladies can't, um, ladies shouldn't drink beer, and I know plenty of women who drink beer. Yeah, so, my mom, you know my mama saying? do. I think I think everybody has their different um, their different um, values or what they think a lady is. Yeah. But as long as you're comfortable with who you are as a lady, it doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks. I'm with you I, on it. I'm with you. That a lady, you have to have confidence in. I mean, so by your definition, what you were saying before, you a lady to you is prim and proper then. No spitting, no cursing, I would assume. Oh, she could cuss, but I'm just saying, there's just <laughs> something about a lady spitting in front of your boy that I it don't sit right with me. She and, you're do. From, and you're from the South, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I said, because like ladies, like my wife pretty much do whatever she want to do, but I don't want to spit in front of me. <laughs> And that's not bad. If a husband got that's the only thing I say, you can do anything but spit in front. I think that's not too shabby. You know, 
spit though. I spit in the ring. I spit my gum at people. So I, I mean, I'm sorry. You would not like. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Now the the news is right after the show, you're going to be on the May Young Classic. Um, how was that experience? So you um, had some uh, not injuries, but you were out of the ring for a time period. When did you get that call? And like, did you have that oh crap moment? Like, I'm not ready. I need to get ready. I need to this this to to hurry up and get over with. Or what was your the process? So I do consider it an injury because I don't really know what else to call it. It wasn't mm-hmm. really an injury. Um, I had blood clots in my lungs in January. That was diagnosed um, during actually impact tapings during January. I was experiencing really sharp pains in my ribs. I had shortness of breath, like at the top of my inhale. Um, I couldn't fully inhale. It was a very sharp pain. So I was convinced that I had dislocated a rib or maybe even had a collapsed lung from wrestling. And so it got so bad that I had to go to the hospital. I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep that night. So I had my friend take me in and um, was not expecting the doctor to come back and say there were blood clots in my lungs. Um, so the typical treatment for something like that is six months of blood thinners. Um, so that would put me to about July. Um, just a little side note on that. The doctors determined that it was from a medication that I was on. Um, I don't have any family history of blood clots and I'm, I'm sure like flying doesn't help, you know, like Mm -hmm. the year before I went to India, which is like a 15 hour flight each way, but, um, they didn't find any blood clots on my legs. Um, and so by the testing that they did, they determined that it was an acute, um, blood clot pulmonary embolism is the scientific term for that in my Um, and they determined it was from a medication, which I of course stopped taking then. And I've been good ever since. And I recovered really quickly also, which tells them even more so that it was the medication that was causing it. But anyway, um, that would put me till about July of being on blood thinners. And so I would say for about a month, maybe February, March, I couldn't really do much physical activity. I was very weak. I couldn't even lay on my left side. That's how painful it was. And, um, once I was able to start doing physical activity, I think I was able to walk on the treadmill and in like March. And so slowly but surely I was able to do more and more activity until I was eventually able to start lifting and things like that. So it wasn't that I, because I did, I did get that feeling. I got that feeling when, once I got the email, it wasn't a call, it was an email um, asking me if I was interested in being involved in the man classic. And um, I want to say that was probably June June maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I know I'm cleared in July. So that gives me one month to go hard before. All- um, I mean, granted I had been back to working out and doing physical activity and dieting and things like that for months prior. It was probably like one or two months after I was diagnosed that I wasn't able to do anything. But after that, I was back to doing something. Good. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do like my normal um, MMA workouts. I could not spar with anyone or or roll in jujitsu. I couldn't wrestle. I couldn't get in a ring and roll around and bump because when you're on blood thinners, it wasn't a physical, um, I wasn't, it wasn't that I was physically unable to get in a ring and, and work out or anything like that. It was that when you're on blood thinners, you are at a very high risk of internal bleeding. So if I were to get hit in the head and had a hemorrhage, I'd be done. So Mm. there was, could be none of that. So I would, lift, you know, lifting was okay. Not, nothing too crazy. I couldn't power lift right away um, or anything too heavy. But uh, once I was cleared, then I went balls to the wall. Then I went ham and I was doing like every workout I could. I have my friend who is a personal trainer and also a professional wrestler. Um, her name is Dania. 
I had her writing me her CrossFit workouts and, oh, nice. and I went nuts, but it, it was like, I did have that feeling of, oh my gosh, I only have a really like a month to go hard because even once I knew that I was in, I, I physically still couldn't go as hard as I could until, until I was actually off the blood thinners. Um, so yes and no, I wow. was happy that I had, like once I was able to, I was doing everything I could uh-huh. probably since March, April, but I still felt like I haven't wrestled in seven months. That was rust. very, knowing that the Mayan classic, and, and this wasn't really how I intended it to be, but that was my first match back since my injury. And, um, if I could have done something differently, I would have gotten in a ring before that. I mean, I got in a ring, right. but I didn't match on a show. Um, I did a run in at shine before that. And I, I am glad I did that because a huge part of wrestling in front of a, a large audience or really anyone is being able to work under the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So even though I just did a run in at shine, having to run out there, slide in the ring, chase someone out, give someone a stunner and, and hearing the crowd and feeling that adrenaline and being able to work under it and stay calm and yeah. collect though I probably didn't look calm and collected because I'm supposed to look crazy, but you know what I mean? Like not let it control I, you. Yeah. Like being able to um, deal with that pressure is very important. Um, some people crumble and especially when they get to that type of platform, I'm so grateful for my time and impact and, and working for TV because once I got there, I, I felt more calm because I looked at it and I'm like, this looks like a, a soundstage. This looks like impact. I can do this. I've done this. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been wrestling for 10 years. I can do this. But I definitely had that moment of this is my first match back. And it's at the Mayan Classic. Like, talk about going hard, you know? And now when they announced who you were going to be matched up against, like, what what was your first? Because, you know, it's obvious that you, um, you've been matched up with Mia before several occasions. You guys have known each other for several years. So what okay. was your thought process when you heard that? To be honest, I thought that it was a joke. I thought that the agent who was telling me the match was joking. I thought she was um, ribbing us or something. And then I realized she wasn't. And I was shocked. I was surprised. I did not think that they would book that match. Um, I don't know why, I guess, because maybe they would think this match has already been done in another place, several other places. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would think, I, I really don't know. Like we both were former um, knockouts. We were both former knockout champions. I don't know. So I just don't know if they would want to put that together or not. Um, we have really good chemistry and I'm so happy that they did. I was, it was really a blessing, even though I would prefer for that to maybe be an opponent like down the line in the classic. Right. Um, like that's a, that's a really tough opponent to start off with, but it was also a blessing in a way because it's someone I'm familiar with. And that was my first match back in seven months. And now how was your overall experience dealing with WWE and, you know, the, the backstage people and just the experience of the Mae Young classic in general? I really enjoyed my time there. And I, I say that totally honestly, I, in a way it wasn't what I was expecting. And I guess because you hear a lot of horror stories mm-hmm. or, and then I went there and I realized that I know almost everyone there. And the majority of the people that I was dealing with, I had either met before, like during my tryout or I had wrestled with them on the Indies, um, even down to the coaches. So once I got there and realized like this, these are the people I've basically was raised in the business with it. It had a very comforting feeling. I was very comfortable there. So take me back to like your, the feelings that you had in your first professional match. Do you remember how you felt like you're in your first professional match? 
like my first match ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I actually just um, on my Patreon, I just posted uh, a video of my very first match ever with my own commentary over it. Wow. That was I reached 100 patrons, so that was a um, that was something I was working toward. Once I hit 100 patrons, I was going to post that video, and so that is up on my Patreon right now. Uh, it, that match was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have shame in admitting that. That was 10 years ago, almost in December. It'll be 10 years since my very first match, and um, I remember being so nervous that I wanted to just leave. I thought I remember thinking to myself. If I just walk out, like, no one can do Like, I'm not going to go to jail. It's not illegal. I don't have to do this. Nope. Nobody can make it out there. Like, the butterflies were so strong, and I hate that feeling. Yes. And it, but it's never gone away. I remember thinking, I can't wait until this goes away. In a way, it has. Like, it's not as, it's not as bad. It's not as crippling as it was then. Like, then it was straight up, like, my knees just felt like they were going to buckle. And now it's more like, I get it, but... Once I walk through the curtain, they go away. Now, a uh, friend of the show, we had her on the, our very first episode for season two, Jazz. Um, you kind of talked about working with her um, at Shine. What's your, I mean, what's your friendship relationship? What's the kind of the first thing that comes to mind when you uh, think of Jazz? I think of Jazz's laugh. I'm sure she laughed a lot when, when you had her on the She podcast. sure did. I love her laugh. It's so contagious. So I met Jazz when shine first started she was one of the first people in shine along with myself um she was in the first i don't know maybe like six episodes at least mm -hmm. um i had the privilege of wrestling her it was actually uh, me and my former tag partner taylor made when we wrestled as maiden sin and shine we wrestled jazz and awesome kong oh wow wow down in florida so it was actually on a shine weekend but it wasn't for shine um, and I'm so glad that I got to do that, but I really want to wrestle jazz in a singles match. I feel like I'm so much better than I was back then. And I would love to do that match again. Um, jazz, she's my favorite. I love her. And she, she always says that Jessica Havoc and I are crazy. Like she laughs. laughs. We get just ridiculous. But, um, I remember one time, I think it was actually driving to FIP. There were some other girls on the show and, and I was driving whatever car they had given us. And I just remember her telling me I was a good driver. I don't know why this stands out in my mind, but there was a, cause it, I don't know if you're familiar with Florida, but Florida drivers are crazy. I'm sorry, people from Florida. You sorry, guys are LA crazy. drivers too. Seriously. <laughs> so we're driving on the freeway and this guy out of nowhere just swerves in front of us. And I just handled it well. I didn't like lose my cool or anything and we're all good. And she just like, she's like, Allison, you're a good driver. <laughs> yes. And now another friend of the show and you, um, she's at Impact and you were at Impact, Gail Kim. How was your like relationship? She, you know, you wrestled her, but then she also became like the mentor to a lot of the girls. So what's your relationship with her and what advice did she give you or has she given you? Maybe I'm just biased, but I feel like I had a special relationship with Gail because my very first match in Impact was against her. And um, that was at the Knockouts Knockdown 2016 and um we were on first and i remember that made me nervous because i'm like dang i'm not ready you know because they were just like oh you're wrestling gail and you're on first and i'm like uh and so uh that was my first taste of impact and working for uh tv you know and on that set and and in front of that audience and things like that um and i now know that that was her kind of feeling me out and scouting mm -hmm. and I credit her for, I mean, I credit a lot of people, but I also give her a lot of credit 
for me being signed to Impact because I really do feel like that was, I mean, I, all those girls are going undergoing a tryout during the Knockouts pay-per-view, but she was really given, or I guess I was given to her so she could fill me out and determine if I was okay. And I like that process. And I wish people did that more because I feel like it's kind of slipping and that doesn't happen a lot very often. And, um, you know, she was sent out there to make sure I knew what I was doing, that I was respectful, that I was a good a worker. And then I know that she also asked a lot of people behind the scenes if I was a good person. And I really wish that people, that that happened in every locker room. But mm. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> locker room etiquette is important. What? Locker room etiquette is important no matter what sports you do. That's true. always makes makes uh, for a good team. Though we're obviously in a, in a competition and we're all at each other's throats, we also were very close and we were working toward a common goal. So it was very much like a family in that sense, a very dysfunctional family. But um, with Gail, she also had um, very nice things to say about me for the Mayon Classic. I sat down with Beth Phoenix and um, – because she was one of the people doing commentary mm -hmm. and kind of gave her some, you know, she has a lot of questions. She wanted to get to know me better. And she had asked Gail about me. I, I had no idea, but she, I, I wish I could repeat it verbatim, but she gave me a quote that Gail had said to her about me. And I was like, Gail. <laughs> Pickies up. <laughs> so if you, so, <laughs> so in another life, if you weren't wrestling, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh man! Usually, when I'm asked this question, I say I'd be a serial killer. But <laughs> oh my gosh, I say that too. I want to be an assassin. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, I digress. Okay. So I heard during your introduction, you're a Canadian assassin. That's that yeah. Right? That's my my go-to name, but I don't wrestle. <laughs> that's that's people have that name, and I I asked this to Rosemary as well because she's the demon assassin. I'm like, does that mean that you assassinate? demons or that you are a demon who assassinates so do you assassinate canadians or are see, you <laughs> see, yes, exactly because she's canadian so i that know would be bad. so i played football and i love the like i in my next life i want to be an assassin which is totally maybe i have some crazy <laughs> but um it just like it went together so it's i'm a canadian who assassinates bad people but okay. I could see how, because I was like, I was very wary of like having that when I was playing football, because I don't want people thinking I'm I'm killing Canadians because that's just we just are just nice people. Um, so <laughs> that's that's the the play on it. That's true. You guys are nice to a fault. Like you will bump into someone on the street and apologize for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, he's a little bit. I appreciate the, that on, 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 on too much of a level. <laughs> now, after your experience with May Young, um, have you been in talks with WWE um, or what's kind of the game plan? Because that was technically like your big match back after your injury. What's the game plan now? Are is have there been talks or have there been talks to other places? Indies, you are a champion now. Um, so what's what's the what's the what's the next for Allison? Yes. I mean, there's always talks, right? People are always talking. People always running their mouth. <laughs> yeah. I am now I'm the Shine Champion, so I'm very excited about that. That's been a long time coming. I've been with the company since the very beginning, which I mentioned earlier, six years now. Mm -hmm. Finally, champion. I'm excited to bring that. I want to bring that everywhere. I want to defend that championship, not just in Shine, but I want to defend it in its sister company, Evolve. I want to bring that championship to other promotions, possibly to other countries, mm -hmm. and Speaking of other countries, that is a huge plan of mine. That's something that I really want to do, um, regardless of, I mean, hopefully it's 2019, but even if it has to wait until later, that's fine too, depending on what happens. Um, I really want to go back and do international tours, things that I did when, before I was ever signed any contracts, 
um, I enjoyed those of um, going to Japan. I miss Japan a lot and mm -hmm. I really want to go back. I want to do um, possibly a UK tour. So I've been to England, but I haven't been to the other countries in the UK and I'd really like to go visit them. Um, so possibly putting together maybe a 2019 AK UK okay. tour. Okay, I like that. I really want to hit Australia. That's somewhere I really want to go. Um, I love all my Australian friends that come from Shimmer. So Australia has to be amazing, right? If they are. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Things like that. I really do want to, I really want to go international, travel internationally again. Not that I haven't in the last couple of years. I went to uh, Mexico with Impact. I went to India, which was a, an amazing experience. And I probably would not have gone there on my own just because of logistics. And, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I really miss Japan. I really want to go back there. Anybody, anybody, uh, any ladies that you uh, look, that stand out to you in MMA right now? Anybody you're watching? Oh man. Um, I do have some favorite fighters that I follow on Instagram and I stalk them a little bit. <laughs> They're all, it, honestly, a lot of my favorites are in the strawweight division right now. Somebody asked me recently, um, who I would want to fight in the UFC, but I'm like, none of them are in my weight class and I would die if I tried to drop down to like 115 <laughs> or something like that. So, right. um, I follow Felice Herrig. I don't know if you're familiar with her, mm -hmm. who I really enjoy. Um, I follow Paige Van Zandt. I follow yeah. Tisha Tor. Mm -hmm. um, who else? I feel like there's another one I'm missing, like right on the tip of my tongue. What about you? You an MMA fan? I've been getting into it. I'm like in my fifth year. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm working in. I'm working myself in, man. My, my, my best friend talked me into it. And it's amazing, though. It is, though. I'm trying to, like, figuring out the technical aspects of it and watching the art form and the different styles that contrast. You know what I mean? And it's not just what people think. You know, it's not like Neanderthals fighting each other. And, like, man, like, I hate when the women fight each other. Like, oh, these are athletes, though. You're, like, oh, yeah. you're thinking of it as, like, a girl fight. No, these are, like, highly trained athletes that are, that are fighting highly each other. Highly trained. You know course. what I mean? Like, so it's like it's more of an art form than people think. So I'm learning to appreciate that since boxing is not what it used to be. That's, that's oh boy, what I watch. Shade now. right there. Um, so cool. speak <laughs> speaking of MMA, <laughs> um, you did have a fight, and I know um, there is some not issues, but they kind of changed the rules in Detroit. Uh, are, is there any plans for doing MMA um, or having a fight anytime soon within this year or early next year? Ooh, definitely thinking about it. It, it won't happen this year. I know that, but um, 2019 is definitely a possibility. Um, as long as I can stay injury free, knock on wood, that was always the issue. Like I know, I'm sure you've heard in other interviews I've mentioned that, um, I was going to take my second fight mm -hmm. and then I got impact. Um, so I decided to maybe hold off a little bit, probably a bad idea to, you know, risk further injury than I'm already risking. Um, but yes, uh, even then once I was in, I was like, well, I could probably like now I, now I see how it works in here. I'm, I'm in, I see that I can probably take a fight, but I always have like little nagging injuries here and there, like a shoulder. Or I tore my PCL at one point. Um, so now that I'm, I feel like I've had time to heal, which was also a blessing in, dis in disguise earlier this year where I had seven months of not being able to do anything. I feel like now I feel recuperated and yeah. that I can actually get back into full-time training and see where it goes. Nice. Good stuff. And now um, your relationship with impact, is there any talks as far as going back there or, you know, uh, ROH or uh, WWE or what's, I know you're uh, definitely doing the indies, but is there, I know, you, and I also know you said there's a lot of talks, but is there anything a little bit above more than talks that mm. you can tell us? Yeah. Right now I'm enjoying my freedom I, and not that I didn't have freedom before, but 
one of the things, I mean, 10 years into this business, I'm realizing that one of the most important things to me is to remain authentic and to not lose my passion for pro wrestling. And a huge part of my passion in pro wrestling is my creative freedom and being able to say what I want and do what I want and not have to walk on eggshells for anyone and remain real and authentic. I keep saying authentic, but I, I can't stress that enough because I see so many people who get what they think they want in this business. Yeah. And they, but they don't and they're not happy or they turn into robots. And I'm like, I don't want to be that. I want to be able to like swear on Twitter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, without, without getting fired. Yeah. Or fined. Like, yeah. I just want to like be real. I don't know. Like so often I feel like people, they talk to the fans like they're dumb, you know, they're mm -hmm. like, Oh, we can't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but we get I just yeah. real and I'm being real. And I feel like I've built my fan base off of being real. And that doesn't mean I have to be crass. I'm still a classy lady, right? <laughs> but I just want to be real. That's all. And like, as far as impact goes, we are still, I have a good relationship with impact. Um, I left on good terms. So there will always be, I'll always have a relationship with those people. A lot of my friends are still there. Um, and I just want to like, I just want to take this as far as I can. I want to do everything. I want to have fun. I want to think outside of the wrestling bubble. I want to make people question what they think wrestling even is. Mm -hmm. I just want to be different. And I want to be, I just want to entertain people, man. That's all. I, like I can dig it. it. I like it. All right. So we have a little game for you. Uh, this is going to be rapid hot tags. So I'm going to hit you with just, you know, say some, say some stuff. You say whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind. So no, we're going to have. I'm not Oh, man, I'm not the person. <laughs> it's funny. Ali said that too. And now when you do that. All right. So uh, Tony in the booth is going to hit the, the, the music. So uh, ready, Tony? All right. Here He's we go. Ready. So uh, always early or always late? Always late. Um, so Ren, Ren and Stimpy or Rugrats? Ren and Stimpy. Last person you text? Mom. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Favorite Tupac song? Keep your head up. <laughs> uh, silencer or the AK-47? AK-47. Uh, what's the one thing that you love about yourself? <gasps> Being real. <laughs> <laughs> Dream dinner guest? Uh, uh, Salvador Dali. Who would play you in a movie? Mm, um, um, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Last show you binge watched? American Horror Story. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? Cerulean. Ooh, well, that, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's, like, like that's that like in a 64 pack of crayons right there. And if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Sushi. Nice. Oh, one last one. Who would be, uh, who's your dream match, dead or alive? Volnicano. Uh, Boom. I like it. I like it. So a couple things. Um, tell everybody about your Patreon account real quick, just for folks who don't know about it. Definitely. I like the concept of it, too. Uh, can you still see me, first of all? Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my went out. Okay. Anyway, Patreon, yes. Patreon.com slash Allison K. Um, it is basically what I'm using it for is a membership service. It's a subscription service for exclusive content and recurring merchandise, if you're into that type of thing. So, you know, a lot of, um, you probably heard of like the Russell Crates, um, things where you get recurring mm -hmm. merch every month. So I have an option for that on my Patreon. So it's basically a way for fans to show support when they're sick of buying eight by tens and shirts because Lord knows wrestling fans have enough shirts. Yes. Enough yeah, for real. 
And so like I've had fans straight up tell me that they love my Patreon because they want to support, but they don't need another shirt or they don't use eight by tens. Like they put them away and never look at them again. Yep. Like another way as another type of merchandise. Um, so I have things on there. Like in a, I have a private Facebook group. I have um, a blog mm-hmm. vlog. I have um, like photo shoots you have access to that are exclusive to Patreon. Um, no nudity, nothing creepy. So if you're into that, I'm sorry, you you will be disappointed. <laughs> um, Snapchat option, same deal, nothing creepy on there. So you will be disappointed if that's what you're looking for. But I have a lot of um, options on there. Like you can get a um, a 30 second personalized video message from me okay. every month. You can ask me Q and A questions. I record a video every month of everyone's Q and A questions. So there are a bunch of options on there, and it's really just a way for people to get different type of content. Um, and it's also for me to really connect with my true fan base because there are a lot of trolls out there and I don't feel like putting out all my life to these people who don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who so just... like this way for me to actually connect with people who want to be there. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Nice. Yeah. That's why I like about it. So currently current shine champion tonight, if you guys are, you guys should be watching May young classic 6 PM. Um, it's going to be a huge match. Also, um, October 19th, it's going to be Rise Insanity 10. So there's tickets there. You can go on pipeline.ecwid.com. Uh, um, also, this Sunday, Strap Match in Toronto, the 6th, my hood. So you, you're you everywhere. I like it. Um, we were in a shaker. I know. And now there's one last question somebody had online. Who, uh, who inspired you? To become a wrestler? Yes. That's a really hard question. I wish I had easy answers for these questions. I probably think of some like quick answers, but um, there are so many people that inspired me. There's not just one person. Um, it's like a giant melting pot. I feel like that's who I am as a wrestler as well. Like if you look at me, I don't think you can say like, oh, th- she is this person. You know, some people are like, I was inspired by Shawn Michaels and yeah. they look trying to do Shawn Michaels exact gear. Right. Like for me, it's like a little piece of everyone from everywhere. Um, burlesque was a huge inspiration for my whole getup. I love burlesque. Um, I guess growing up, like I love the Hardy boys and Lita. Cause who didn't, I was an, I was an attitude era baby mm-hmm. stone cold Boston, which I don't think is a surprise to anyone. Um, <laughs> Chris Jericho fan. There's so many, so I can't really say China. Like, well, that's so that's what's awesome it's like you there's different aspects of wrestlers that you don't try to be like you're authentically you i i like i yeah. I, I watch i see you on twitter there's there's no yeah I, I see you there's 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 no like oh she's trying to be this person you're authentically you and your hair is fire on point like it's something so simple but it makes you unique and stands out from everybody else well my hair yes. yeah See, that's funny you mentioned that because then people try to go, you look like Seth Rollins. You look like Matt Hardy. You no. Like, no. Look. First of all, you you a, you a lady anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth Rollins don't, can't carry lipstick like you carry okay. lipstick. So, I mean. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. What's the one, what's one sentence you want to leave for everybody to watch Mae Young and watch your match in particular? One sentence only. <laughs> you need to watch the Mae Young Classic because... The whole thing is banging, but me and Mia is classy AF. Boom. Word. 
Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I, what I didn't explain to you is like Tony's gonna hang up on you, but it's not to be rude. You it's know, just that no, we have no a, we have a little bit a little bit to finish for the rest of the show. But thank you so much for coming on. We definitely thank have to you. have you come on later on because I have a feeling there's some big news you're gonna have to tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, you, you keep us up on the low. Yeah, though, I, so. I, I I have a feeling. So we're gonna be <laughs> we gonna be stalking you on Twitter. And right. when when it comes down the pipeline, Twitter stop. Yeah, we got Twitter stalk you. Then when it comes down the pipeline, then we're gonna have you back on the show because that's just right. how we do. But now you're officially a friend of the show too, so you've been added to the, you know, the collection. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. it. Pinky's up. All right, Pinky's up. <laughs> All right, so uh, like I said, folks, we have a little bit of time, and I know you guys really don't want to see us. Yeah, that's why we like try that. to make the interview as long as yeah. possible. We gonna get about y'all's faces in exactly. A so yeah. uh, <laughs> we gonna hit that news. Let's have Tony hit us with the news real quick. Oh, before I get into the nitty gritty, man, shout out to Renee Young for getting put on permanent commentating. Holla at your girl, you know what I mean? Canadians taking over. Can this take like that's huge, historic. I can't it cannot be un, uh, overstated enough. Um, a female being permanently put on commentary team for the the flagship show of mm-hmm. WWE. That's a big deal for her, and and she's. Everybody loves Renee. I don't know who don't love Renee. Yeah, and the thing is, too, I think a couple of years ago, she did mention that she was kind of terrible at it. So Worked. kudos for her for putting it. I'm, I'm more than sure that she put in the work. Of course. She worked with several people. So, you know, she's she's in a good spot. And her hair's on point, though, Oh, too. fire. You see her on Monday, Yeah, man. the little, little she, you know, your girl. just show your face. I love it. Dean Ambrose, don't be, don't be, don't be cutting up, man. Oh, he know, he know he, what he just has. Keep it locked down, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, yeah, Mia Yim, seen at the NXT Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody know what that means. Listen, just put it like this. She's with WWE right now. Mm-hmm. She's in the Development Center. Things are looking really good. Um, I worked through the numerous promotions, you know, Shimmer, Shine, um, Smash Wrestling, and more. So, in in at Impact. So, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing that she's there. She's in the Performance Center. So, I think they're probably going to take it slow. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. But, but I mean, I think once you're at the performance center, it's 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 a wrap. That and she has so many years of experience. Yes. That and she they brought her back this year. Yes. There have been several people who were there last year and they didn't, they didn't come back for whatever whatever reasons. So there's something to say that you've been rocked for not one year but two years and now you're at the performance center. So. Yeah. I saw, like I didn't even I see that she with a brother too. I said you see that. Yeah, I saw you that. See, I saw that was that an engagement thing? I think so. I was like, hold so. up. You know. But she is. Uh, I believe she is half black too. Is she really? Yeah, Black um, Alliance Wrestling on uh, Instagram. He putting out everybody's business. Yo, shout business. out to Black Alliance. That's yeah, how I yeah. found out about her with the yeah, brother. They, like, they, they put out everybody's business. Yeah. So shout out, to, shout out to them. And shout out to them for also picking up our stories, no, But too. I appreciate y'all because yeah. I didn't know that. Like You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, we always like that. That's you know, another win for the brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> no, so like when it comes to this, do you, do you see her being in the developmental center for like a long time? Or do you see like a kind of like a short thing and you know, have a good, couple good matches, get a call up? I, it just really depends after um, Evolution what they do with the uh, women what they do if they have a women's show I personally think she's an amazing wrestler but I don't I don't see her in any of the storylines right, and right. like we have discussed plenty of times on plenty of different platforms that the storylines for women eh, not so much a lot to be, leave a lot to be desired yeah but, so uh, let's hit us with that bell Miss, <laughs> Mr. Tony Okay, so like Alexa Bliss reportedly injured. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, because I think Ronda Rousey going a little too over the top. I think she'll try to really rip her arm out of her socket. Mm-hmm. Somebody need to tell Ronda Rousey this ain't the UFC. You see little tiny, adorable Alexa Bliss. Ronda Rousey, keep your hands off this girl. She's so little. <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing, she though. She just ripped her arm out of a socket. When they do reports like this, sometimes they're not injured. <sighs> so, See, that gets and, excited. And Alexa is double-jointed. Not to say that, I mean, she she wouldn't be injured, but it is a possibility that she might not be injured, but, and, she's, and they're giving her a break. You're 100% right, which which is kind of hard, because you, you never know when you're, you you go to multiple platforms and you see it, and then they're all confirming it. Plus, she got pulled off the Mixed Max Challenge. Right. And they, but, but at the same time, it still could be that. You know what I mean? And like, she could be getting ready for Evolution. It's like, okay, well, she needs a break, because after Evolution, you have two more pay-per-views, and then you have... Um, Survivor Series is coming up. Right. Damn it, y'all, when I just tell me she's on vacation, like everybody else, can y'all just say Alexa Bliss is on vacation? I know. If she I had tired. a number, I would still be texting, like, is this, because that's what I do with some other folks. Like, it's, so, what, so do I need to be worried? Like, 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 what? <laughs> like let me know the deal. So, but I because, mean, hopefully. Don't put that, I like when they put that evil out there, man, because I mm-hmm. don't want to really hurt herself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's in a groove right now. Shout out to Nia Jax for being back, though. Yeah, she made a huge. Um, her appearance with it, well, we talked about it. Her yeah. and Amber Moon was watch watch the Raw <laughs> after show. You can figure it out. But um, yeah. So, but now now Amber Moon steps in the spot where she's at with Braun Strowman. So that should be interesting in the mixed mm-hmm. match challenge. Just interesting to see that dynamic. And she's tiny, just like yeah. She's a little too. chicken nugget too. So. Uh, <laughs> She's Chicken McNugget. But, uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess, let's so, so the May Young Classic tonight, everybody knows I've right, been pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows all the trolls know mm-hmm. who already won. But can we just pretend like we don't know what's going on? Even though the last one, um, we covered it literally like less than 30 minutes ago, it was, it was great performances. So even though you know who, like I, like I said, I'm definitely the one who reads the back of the book when it gets too suspenseful. And I know who's going to die. But I'll still read the book. Yeah. For you know the good writing, so like I still we, watched the Titanic. I exactly. still watched it. Yeah, so even yeah, there yeah. you go. So even though you know who's going to win, for some of you guys who've been watching or who know all the, all the nitty gritty, there there have been some amazing yes. matches, way better than last year. Not to say last year was bad, but the people that they put uh, picked out and like Triple H said, people were available because they knew it was coming around. Awesome. Last year they couldn't necessarily sign certain people because they're in contracts with other things. So the matches this year are a whole nother level. So do you see this being just a thing, you know, like literally just annually, literally like and like twenty years down around line being like the twenty. To me, young class. I you hope really so that? because there's so many women that might not be signed to WWE or will never be signed to WWE that you can actually showcase. So, I mean, last year was definitely my inter- introduction to a lot of female wrestlers that I've never heard me before. Too. And because of that, and because of what I was doing at the time when Xbox One Two Three Sixty, this show is what it is. Right. So, and and um, like um, Allison was saying, when she went there, there's a lot of people that she knew. Mm. And what I'm finding is that through the interviews, a lot of people are are the ones who become friends of the show are already friends of friends of the show already. Yeah, and, and keeping with that in mind, like a lot of people, like a lot of the casual viewers you know they're just WWE they're mm-hmm. just Smackdown they're just Raw so it's to me that always brings that light to these ladies that like that we that we don't know that they a lot of them know each other through indie and mm-hmm. they, they've been kicking it for we're talking about a decade sometimes yep. and like so this platform they're getting like ladies these ladies are not new to the game yeah. you know they Beth might, Phoenix called Gail about Allison crazy like so is there so is there anybody that anybody in particular that stood out to you anyone any particular match there was a few um, you know, like Tony Storm Jenny like Karen Q I mean Tony Storm was amazing last year she made a huge impact um, I mean, we'll we'll see. I think it's all gonna be good. Of course, we're gonna definitely check out um Allison uh, Allison's. I always want to say Sky. I think I have been saying Allison K. Excuse yeah, me, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mia Yim. We definitely want to check that out. But I think almost everybody 
except for maybe the last match. That, no, I think almost everybody, either both sides or just one side, have been where they're last year. So I think it's all going to be good. Definitely check that out. We're going to be talking about it next next week sometime. We'll give you an update. Yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, uh, one more. Yeah, Madison Rain signs a one year contract with Ring of Honor. Um, that's amazing. Kudos to her. I mean, I thought she was going to be signed to WWE, Me but too. it might be it, it, a, a step before. Maybe like Ring of Honor for a little bit. Yeah. Get your beak wet. Or, or, or maybe not. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Um, Ring of Honor definitely needs some more women on their on their team. I, I think they're reorganizing everything, especially with WWE and Evolution, uh, Impact, and the Indies are just chocked full of women. Right. Um, Tessa Blanchard, when she won uh, Impact, she was she had an interview with um, Sports Illustrated. So women's wrestling and women's wrestlers in general yes. are being looked at as legitimate athletes, which they are, yes. and they're being, you know, shopped on a uh, different um, platform, different things. So, you know, definitely shout out to Madison uh, Rain, also a friend of the show. Definitely check out her interview. We have to get her back on, too, because it was only a phone call. We couldn't see her face, and she was super, super nice. So shout out to her, um, and congratulations to her, yeah, too. Yes, Mama better... of one. Oh, yeah, okay, correct. Listen, so. y'all hop on this bandwagon while y'all can with all these women. Y'all better and just act like y'all have always been there. Y'all just better keep booking just... these ladies. Don't be, don't be that person. Don't be late to the party, man. Get I mean, these some people are kind of late to the party. Yeah. Just, just, just say. I mean, some people are late to the party coming on this show, but we won't talk about it. Um, so we went on from there. We're gonna do a star of the week real quick. Oh, Sarah the Rebel Girl. Listen, I'm gonna try my best. Mm-hmm. Listen, start shaking your hand right girl, now. Lord have mercy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, our Women's Wrestling's Weekly Star of the Week is Kaylee Ray, who you may remember from last year's May Young Classic from our from NXT match against Nia Jax. The eight-year veteran got her start in the United Kingdom, debuting at age 17, and wrestling for promotions such as Southside Wrestling Entertainment, Pro Wrestling Eve, and ICW. She has also appeared in Shimmer, Shine, TNA Explosion, and Stardom in Japan. She's fire. Along the way, she had amazing matches with wrestlers such as Viper, Gail Kim, Io Shirai, and Candice LeRae after the 2017 May Young Classic. I next saw her at the Stardom in Japan, and she also solidified her place in my heart as one of my favorite wrestlers. So go check out some of her matches right now on YouTube, or We Are, or we are Stardom. Kaylee Ray, shout out to Sarah the Rebel for writing this so eloquently. Boom. Yeah, we, here, we miss you. you y'all gonna, <laughs> y'all gonna just follow her. Well, I follow mean, if you follow her, sure, her story is kind of you know she she had a wig on today, but you follow her, her, her at thing, Sarah man. the Rebel. She she's hustling, but there's some big things popping with her. Getting a wrestling swerve. Yeah, on. we can't say, but you'll 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 know when we when we put it out there. So thank you, Evan. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah the Rebel. Um, so last week's poll, um, we we had uh, who do you want uh, to go up against Tessa Blanchard for the title? So uh, we had Madison Rain, Ali, Kira Hogan, and Sue Young. Mm. Uh, the results are in 38% Kira Hogan. Oh, so another friend man, of the she's, show. She's popular, She man. is popular. And her, uh, her birthday just passed, so happy birthday to It's because she's Kira. sweet, too, though, and she's good in the ring. Like, she, like she's like a good, like, people like her. People like her. Shout out to your girl, man. And then she's just, that, that I cut that one clip with her talking about she's getting old. She's, man, you know. She's 24 now. She's, she's, she's ready. getting and older in the, the interview when she said that. <laughs> um, so this week's poll is going to be, uh, which are you more excited about? Um, May Young Classic or the Mixed Match Challenge? Ooh. Because I feel like there's two different audiences for different ones. Oh, yeah. So we're going to post that up on Instagram and Twitter um, at WPW Weekly for Twitter, Women's Wrestling Weekly for IG. Um, so you're going to cast your vote there. Um, other than that, thank you guys so much. Um, 
everybody, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube page, After Buzz Wrestling and Sports, subscribe to that um, for you iTunes. You get all that, yeah. All of that. We have Raw on there, SmackDown, Xbox One, two, well, Actually, I think Xbox has his own thing, but you know where to find him. You know where to find him. Um, Total Divas is coming on tonight. Wow. We have NXT. Um, we have uh, Evans Doings uh, Football that he didn't invite me to, but, you know, we'll talk about that after, <laughs> after the show. There's plenty of room. Uh, There's plenty of room. You know, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. I feel kind of offended. But anyways, um, <laughs> where can they find you, America's Chocolate Yo, Seahawks? man, Evan T. Mac, Instagram, and Twitter, man. I put this blazer on, and I ain't wore it in like six years, and I got fat. So it's like one of those things where I was like, I got fatter, like you know what I mean. So I, when you I threw it on, weight, yeah, when I threw it on, I was like, damn, I was much skinnier when I put this on. Let me just hide the mic behind you, boy. You know, but what you, mean? but you, but you hit the gym. I saw you hit the gym last two days. <laughs> I gotta get up them chocolate chip cookies, man. They're yeah. the death of me, man. I mean, I love your wife's <laughs> post. She had a. So you have to go on his Instagram at Evan T Mac. They at the gym and he's walking with something in his hand. It probably, like a puts, probably a cookie. Right, might have been a cookie, and she put a little heart around it. So I think she loves you either way. It's real talk, Chunky man. Evan or skinny Evan you, you love by somebody your wife loves you god girl <laughs> cookies are death of me Where can they fi- put yourself over sister uh, put the, well put Sarah over definitely follow Sarah Rebel. at Sarah the Rebel um, like I said subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, give us five stars or better listen I went on all the comments for iTunes we do have some comments for iTunes we need more comments on iTunes and we also need more comments for YouTube reason being we, is, read, we read them all by the way yeah we read them all reason being is the more comments you put out there the more I'm working on some stuff and I'm working on some stuff not just for me to get you some free stuff. Yeah. So the more comments you have on there, the more you support us, the more that you're going to get some stuff. Not t-shirts, you know, like Allison, she said. Some Y'all stuff, stuff. Some stuff, stuff that you guys want. So trust me, keep those comments coming, positive or negative. We yeah, love them. We, Somebody we them said, um, hey, I, I love the show. I've been watching it and I just didn't want to comment. Please comment. Even if you say, I love the show, I hate the show, you want two other people, whatever. Yeah. Just put it all there. We, we definitely love it. Um, definitely on Twitter, like I said, WPW Weekly, IG Women's Wrestling Weekly, follow After Buzz. Um, definitely thank you to Leslie for doing the social media. Also, Anissa Barr for doing all those graphics. Tony! Uh, Tony in the booth for putting up with our nonsense. I know he wants to rip my head off sometimes. He's like, Look, what are we doing? I didn't look at the rundown. I'm like, I spent true. time putting That's on the rundown. Totally like, we, we need to wrap. Yeah, we need sure. to wrap right, right now. <laughs> um, so, like I said, thank you guys so much. There are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. Um, I, what I have been noticing, you guys have taken notice of our podcast because people are saying they're looking for women's wrestling podcasts and appreciate we are you. in the mix. So, really, definitely appreciate you guys for checking us out. Um, we are Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Until next week. Yeah. Ciao. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.